Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you oh so much for the many blessings you've poured upon us all throughout this day. And now, once again, the awesome opportunity to get back in your word. We truly thank you for it as we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. In 2 Samuel chapter 22, we can see the use of the word lightnings and lightning. In 2 Samuel chapter 22, it reads, And David spake unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower and my refuge, my Savior. Thou savest me from violence. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. When the waves of depth can pass me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried to my God. And he did hear my voice out of his temple, and my cry did enter into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of heaven moved and shook because of his wrath. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils, and fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also, and came down, and darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon the cherub, and did fly, and his, he was seen upon the wings of the wind. And he made darkness pavilions round about him, dark waters and thick clouds of of the skies through the brightness before him were coals of fire kindled the lord thundered from heaven and the most high uttered his voice and he sent out arrows and scattered them lightning and discomforted them and the channels of the sea appeared the foundations of the world were discovered at the rebuking of the Lord, at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. He sent from above, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them that hated me, for they were too strong for me. Some of the words there of the song of David. And speaking there of the lightning that discomforted them. Lightning from the Lord. In his song there, speaking about the power of the Lord and the strength of the Lord. All right, now turn over to Job. In Job chapter 28, some more verses here in reference to thunder and lightning. As it reads in Job 28, picking it up in verse 20. Whence then cometh wisdom, and where is the place of understanding? Seeing it is hid from the eyes of all living, and kept close from the fowls of the air. Destruction and death say we have heard the fame thereof with our ears. God understandeth the way thereof, and he knoweth the place thereof. For he looketh to the ends of the earth, and seeth under the whole heaven to make the weight of the winds, and he weigheth the waters by measure. 
when he made a decree for the rain and a way for the lightning of the thunder. Then did he see it and declare it? He prepared it, yea, he searcheth it out. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. The fear of the Lord is wisdom. Acknowledging here the control and the power of the Lord has over lightning. Authority. He's spoken into existence after all, and he uses it as he pleases. Job chapter 38. Picking it up in verse 25. Reads, Who hath divided a watercourse for the overflowing of waters, or a way for the lightning of thunder? Jesus Christ is the one who controls all that. As it continues, To cause it to rain on the earth where no man is on the wilderness wherein there is no man to satisfy the desolate and waste ground and to cause the bud of the tender herb to spring forth hath the rain a father or who hath begotten the drops of dew out of whose womb came the ice and the hoary frost of heaven who hath gendered it the waters are hid as with a stone and the face of the deep is frozen canst thou bind the sweet influences of pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? Canst thou bring forth Mazaroth in his season, or canst thou guide Artacharis, his sons? Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? Canst thou lift up the voice of the clouds, that abundance of waters may cover thee? Canst thou send lightnings, that they may go and say unto thee, Here we are? Proclaiming here the power and authority of God over his creation. Because it started there in chapter 38, where it read, Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without understanding? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare, if thou hast understanding. He laid it all out. He designed it. He controls it. All controlled by him. Spoke it all into existence. Keeps it into existence by his word. Power and authority over all that he has created, including the lightnings and thundering. Now if we'll turn to Psalm chapter 77. Picking it up in verse 11. In Psalm 77, verse 11, it reads, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? Thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Thou hast with thine arm redeemed thy people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Selah. The waters saw thee, O God, the waters saw thee. They were afraid. The depths were, were also were troubled. The clouds poured out water. The skies sent out a sound. Thine arrows also went abroad. 
The voice of thy thunder was in the heaven. The lightnings lighteneth the world. The earth trembled and shook. Thy way is in the sea, thy path in the great waters, and thy footsteps are not known. Thou lettest thy people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Once again, acknowledging the power of the Lord to use lightning as he pleases. As it said there in verse 18 again, The voice of thy thunder was in the heaven, the lightnings lightened the world, the earth trembled and shook. And then if you will turn on over to Psalm 97, picking it right up here in verse 1. The Lord reigneth, let the earth rejoice, let the multitude of isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. A fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. His lightnings enlightened the world. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. Over and over we see it acknowledging the power of the Lord over lightning. He created it. He uses it. Psalm 135. Begin at verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the name of the Lord. Praise him, O ye servants of the Lord. Ye that stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God, praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises unto his name, for it is pleasant. For the Lord hath chosen Jacob unto himself, and Israel for his peculiar treasure. For I know that the Lord is great, and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatsoever the Lord pleased, that did he in heaven and in earth in the seas and all the deep places. He causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings for the rain. He bringeth the wind out of his treasures. Once again, acknowledging the Lord using lightning. As he pleases at his will, he designed it, he created it, he uses it. Jeremiah chapter 10, more references to him making lightning in Jeremiah, the prophecies of Jeremiah in chapter 10, picking up verse 1. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel, and thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. The signs of the heaven. All the various things that we see when we look up in the heavens. When we look up in the sky. Some people have gotten to the point where they worship the things that they see in the sky and the heavens. Such as the planets and the sun and the moon and so forth. But here it's telling us to be dismayed at the signs of heaven. Verse 3, For the customs of the people are vain, for one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. 
They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. Talk about the images that they'll create to be their idols. Some of those are reference to things that they've seen in the skies. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born, because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, uh, thou art great, and thy name is great in might. Who would not fear thee, O king of nations? For to thee doeth it appertain, forasmuch as among all the wise men of the nations and in all their kingdoms there is none like unto thee. But they are altogether brutish and foolish. The stock is a doctrine of vanities. Silver spread into plates is brought from Tarshish and gold from Euphaz, the work of the workman, and of the hands of the founder. Blue and purple is their clothing. They are all the work of cunning men. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and an everlasting king. At his wrath the earth shall tremble, and the nations shall not be able to abide his indignation. Thus shall ye say unto them, The gods have that have not made the heavens and the earth, even they shall perish from the earth and from under these heavens. He hath made the earth by his power. He hath established the world by his wisdom, and hath stretched out the heavens by his discretion. When he uttereth his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens, and he causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth, he maketh lightnings with rain, and bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. Over and over we see how it acknowledges that Jesus Christ has power over the environment. Every man is brutish in his knowledge. Every founder is confounded by the graven image, for his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. They are vanity and the work of errors. In the time of their visitation, they shall perish. The portion of Jacob is not like them, for he is the former of all things, and Israel is the rod of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name." As he clearly said up there, he maketh lightnings with rain. He bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. The Lord is in control of the environment, complete control over the environment, to use it as he wills, any time that he wills. Jeremiah chapter 51 and verse 14, a couple verses here. The Lord of hosts hath sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. He hath made the earth by his power. He hath established the world by his wisdom, and hath stretched out the heaven by his understanding. When he uttereth his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens, and he causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings with rain, and bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. 
over and over, and we see it reemphasized, the power and authority of, of God over his creation. He controls it. He calls it as he pleases. Now, if you will turn to Ezekiel. And here in the book of Ezekiel, the prophet records in chapter 1, picking up verse 1 here, Now it came to pass in the thirteenth year, in the fourth month, and the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Chabar, that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, in the land of Chaldeans by the river Chabar, and the hand of the Lord was there upon him. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it, and out of the midst thereof as the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire. Also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was the appearance they had the likeness of a man. And every one had four faces, and every one had four wings, and their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides, and they four had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went, they went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they four had the faces of a man and the faces of a lion on the right side, and they four had the faces of an ox on the left side. They four had also had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of every one were joined one to another, and two covered their bodies. And they went every one straight forward whether the spirit was to go. They went, and they turned not when they went. As for the likeness of living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, and like the appearance of lamps. It went up and down among the living creatures, and the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flashing of lightning. Quite a vision, quite an image given to Ezekiel here. Each one of those images, all the description has prophetic meaning. We won't get into those, there's a lot to that, but it's a communication to Ezekiel from the Lord to teach him and to make him ready to be a prophet. He was still a young man when this was given to him. He was taken into captivity when Babylon raided Jerusalem and took people captive and took him back to Babylon. All right, now we see a, 
another young man that was taken captive during that Babylonian captivity, which is Daniel. And here in the book of Daniel, we can see another reference to lightning in and the vision that Daniel was having in Daniel chapter 10, where it reads, In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar. And the thing was true, but the time appointed was long, and, the, and he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. In those days I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks, I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at oil at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. And in the four and twentieth day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, which is Hedekiah, then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold of Euphaz, his body was also like the burl, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as lamps of fire, and his arms and his feet like a color of polished brass, and the voice of his words like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a a great quickening fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore I was al left alone, and saw this great vision, and there remained no strength in me, for my comeliness was turned in me into corruption, and I retained no strength. Yet heard I the voice of his words, and when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in a deep sleep on my face and my face toward the ground. So he saw this image, and as it says, his face as the appearance of lightning. Extremely bright, of course. And now, if you will, turn to Zechariah. And in Zechariah, we see some more reference here to the use of lightning where it will go forth as lightning in Zechariah chapter 9, picking it up in verse 9. Where it reads, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. Of course, he's speaking of the prophecy of the coming of Jesus Christ, prophesied and fulfilled, exactly like it was told here. And I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim, and the horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace unto the heathen. And his dominion shall be from sea even to sea, from the river even to the ends of the earth." As for thee also, by the blood of thy covenant, I have sent forth thy prisoners out of the pit wherein is no water. Turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare that I will render double unto thee. When I have bent Judah for me, 
filled the bow with Ephraim, and raised up thy sons, O Zion, against thy sons, O Greece, and made thee as the sword of a mighty man. And the Lord shall be seen over them, and his arrow shall go forth as the lightnings. And the Lord God shall blow the trumpet, and shall go with whirlwinds of the south. The Lord of hosts shall defend them, and they shall devour and subdue with sling stones, and they shall drink and make a noise as, as through wine, and they shall be filled like bowls and as the corners of the altar. And the Lord their God shall save them in that day as the flock of his people, for they shall be as the stones of a crown lifted up as an ensign upon his land. For how great is his goodness, and how great is his beauty! Corn shall make the young man cheerful, and the new wine the maids. Another prophecy given to Zechariah to deliver to the children of Israel about the coming of Jesus Christ and the establishment of his kingdom. So we have several uses there in the Old Testament of the word lightning or lightnings. Most of those were pertaining to physical and actual lightning that was controlled and used by the Lord. And then the images of lightning, visions of lightning, and so forth. And next, we'll be getting into the New Testament and see some things referring to lightning as well. And then when we finish it up in the book of Revelation, we'll see where the Lord actually uses lightning as part of his judgment upon this planet in the last days. The destructive power of lightning that he will apply firsthand and use it. But let's pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we truly thank you so much for being the one in control of the lightning and in control of all the weather. This is your world. You created it. You spoke it into existence and you control it. Help us to realize that and acknowledge that and know that, that everything is being held together by your word. And please help us to share your word with the world. We thank you all so much for all of it as we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Thank you all.